Hey guys. Hello. I'm Alexis. I'm Christina. And we are Pitpad. Pitpad. <laughs> that was close. That was pretty close. Maybe I spoke for too long. I should have had a quicker cutoff, but I see you pausing. The problem is that like after I do it, I like see you like hesitate. You're like, and I'm like, should I say it now or should I like wait for you to not hesitate more? Because I don't want to say it immediately. Because then I'm like, well, what if, what if she's hesitating? What if she's waiting for me? Like, <laughs> is she counting in her head like one, two? So how have you been? I've been good. I've been working more recently, but today and tomorrow I have off, which I'm very happy about. Yes, and I only have a little less than a month before I'm done with this job because then I'll be going back to school. Well, I told them I'd be going back to school, but I have like three more weeks. (laughs) You You can't see Christina's quoting on those words right now. I know because I need like a something to feel like a real vacation before I actually go because like okay it's summer vacation but me being at work doesn't make this feel like summer vacation exactly precisely yeah so I'm looking forward to that but how have you been how how'd the whole move go like are you officially done or do you still have stuff to unpack the thing is that like I'm trying to reframe a bunch of stuff because I didn't like the old frames or they're broken mm-hmm. um because I haven't been using them over the past couple couple I used to have been using them in the past year so now I have to like reframe a bunch of stuff and then I got a bunch of new stuff so now I'm gonna try and add those into it, everything but I got one of those cool ladder shelves because my biggest problem shelving wise because I have all these you know, k-pop albums and everything is that my K-pop albums, some of them, like, shout shout out to that, like, BTS 7 album that's, like, taller than any kind of shelf known to man. <laughs> but I've been trying to put in my shelf, and I finally got a slanted shelf, and it's, like, perfect. It's, like, it fits perfectly. And that's, like, the most amazing thing possible in this movie right now, that I finally got a shelf. And it was a Pearl Aqua shelf. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That, like, it fits every single thing and I have more space to buy more albums and spend more money <laughs> right exactly that's the whole point is to make space for the future per- purchases exactly oh also like this is a shell wool thing but definitely the don't call me albums and then the uh the Atlantis album that came out recently I it barely hit the top of my shelf like I thought the seven album was big and then you like look at the don't call me album which is like as big as pretty much a magazine Mm -hmm. so it hits the very top of my shelf and I think that's a (laughs) (laughs) win-win you just barely made it I feel like yeah if they continue with that like magazine style of of albums it's going to be a problem because like you can only fit so much like just stay with the little square ones that they had they were perfect yeah definitely like the ones that open up like I would especially the ones that are like ace and and voice and um you know all like the all those solo albums they're so perfect size they Mm -hmm. fit every single shelf 
and they open so beautifully and they always use like a really nice cover for every single one of them and I just wish they just had the consistency I think ATs has a consistency you know how ATs always has like box Mm-hmm. those box albums that are like always the same exact size and you can always place them certainly and you know they always spend every single shelf like why can't more groups do that <laughs> exactly just stick with one style just change up the aesthetic to fit you know your comeback but keep the squares they're perfect exactly and Asians has, hasn't changed their album style have they it's all been the oh, box oh yeah they have oh okay yeah. Their last two haven't been boxes, but hopefully they'll go back to the boxes. The thing is that if there's consistency with the album sizes, it's so easy to shelf them. So you actually know what the next album is going to be like. So you like have space for new albums that come out in the future. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what to expect anymore because I have a full top shelf that's full of crazy lengths and crazy sizes of albums then have a second one it's all solo stuff so everything is perfectly placed and like especially the crazy thing was that all the solo albums they're all like a good size and then there's like super m like the dropping albums the well the first shopping the the dropping album the first one of super m and like it fits so perfectly with all the other solo albums but it's just a little bit smaller and i think that's fine like you know like if you kept the length the width like it's fine but you know you had to change it all up and get like a some some are dual cases some are not dual cases some of them are magazine size bigger than your whole shelf some (laughs) are like tiny like cassette tapes like the one of one cassette tapes like how would you well how would you be able to fit that into anything (laughs) I've become like super fond of the jewel cases I just think they're so pretty and I love that you can like stand them up and like display the CD itself. I love that. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Or like all the all those photo cards. I love the thing that SM did right now with the AR photo cards. Mm-hmm. Like thank you. Thank you for something like who started those? I feel like SM did not start those. Who started those? I don't know. I mean, I know my first encounter with one was with an SM album. It might have been like Kai's or something, but I don't actually know who started them. Hmm. I'm trying to think about it right now, but I think the first, well, the first SM AR was definitely, um, was definitely the Super M tour stuff that came out a couple of years oh, back. Oh yeah, the t-shirts and the right? t-shirts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was definitely one thing that was like, oh my God, this AR thing is real. You guys should like place your phone over something and it actually moves. Mm -hmm. There's a video with every single photo card. That was a very cool time. I kind of miss Super M, not gonna lie. (laughs) You miss Super M? I kind of do. Me too. I miss them so much. I mean, the thing about Super M is that it was so like, remember when they debuted? Well, I mean, technically, they're not, they didn't really debut because they already <laughs> debuted in their own respective groups. But like when they debuted, it was such a humongous deal because you got like a bunch of like older groups and then a bunch of like y- young ish groups together. And then they all learned from each other and they all went to LA together and they all kind of like did their own thing. And it was really fun to like see them away from their original groups and 
interact with one another especially if like some of them were your biases and they see them interacting in the same group together it was a humongous deal oh i just remember like (laughs) dropping itself changed like stan twitter for a certain period of time and it like people still bring it up but i feel like we were very happy then like of course there were a ton of people who were like trashing them or whatever but we as fans of the previously what would that be like previously constructed groups I guess the groups that they were originally a part of it was such a fun experience like you said to see them like being together being happy spending time together and just like making good music it was a good time we were all very happy I just want to look back at what you said about dropping. Dropping changed the entire landscape of K-pop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even think there is any other song out there that has influenced people outside of K-pop and influenced people within K-pop to come together and watch one music video together than dropping. Don't you agree? Yeah, there are so many, like, not, I guess it's kind of an inside joke now because a lot of people know about dropping, but it's always so fun to kind of like see a little old dropping joke come on the timeline and kind of remember everything that went down. Like people would say, like if for joke, what is it? Jobless and shopping equals dropping. <laughs> I hate that it makes me laugh, but I'm like, you're right. You're so right. Oh, do you remember? I don't know. If, I don't know. But were you there when it, like, dropped? The hype of dropping when it dropped in that premiere on YouTube. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. I think I came in, didn't they, did they, was that the one, did they hold a live for it? Was that for the first album? Was it I think there was a live for it, because it was, their, like, their Super M debut. Yeah. Well, I remember, like, even with just, like, pictures from the press conference we were going like absolutely like wild because I remember that it was like in the states or whatever and like people had like HD pictures sitting like right behind Taemin or something I don't I don't oh my god yeah I remember because it like was at a reasonable time I remember it was like 10 p.m when they finally (laughs) did that premiere and it was a humongous deal because I like I always have to like wait later than everyone else because it's the Korean standard time but they literally placed it at like a good like I guess it was like might have been like 8 p.m pacific standard time like something like that or something and it was it was insane to like see those lights I don't know if you don't what if you don't know if you don't watch shopping before you probably won't know what I'm trying to say right now if you don't know super rim you probably have no idea what I'm saying right either so I'm sorry but like the beginning of dropping when the like the lights flash and like it zooms like it when it zooms like do you remember that feeling you got when like it zoomed and when like it went like that feeling like that feeling that like ooh yeah yeah just like I still get it. I still get those butterflies <laughs> in my stomach when it like the lights flash and it goes and it goes like oh you feel it in your heart your heart thumps. You really do. It's so weird because like I could listen to it now and it's still like the first time. Like I'm still just as hype. But now I know the now I know the lyrics, so it's even more hype because I can sing along. <laughs> oh my god. It's so fun. The first time you listened to it, though, like, it didn't have that, you felt it was going to, like, have that hype, 
but you didn't feel how bad of how big of the hype that it would get especially mark's rap like people still talk about mark's rap even to they this day do. they consider it one of his <laughs> most iconic i agree because like i just remember my jaw like straight up dropping i remember i had to replay that part when i <laughs> when i heard mark's part i was like double tap on youtube to go back oh my god yeah it was a humongous deal like also i personally have been a very much a supporter of the potential or you know not even potential you know it's fine if Esme never does this and i'm okay with it i've been okay with it for a while now but and the idea of a kai tan subunit for so long for like since 2016 pretty much and they finally put it in this respective group and it was a humongous deal to see kai and tainment together in one stage Mm -hmm. it made me so happy yeah i think that's one of the things that i remember seeing the most and i remember like feeling moved by the most was just like knowing that this was something that we had wanted for such a long time like just to, just to see them interacting more in general like they didn't even have to be in a group but that just made it better just to be able to see them together more often exactly speaking of exo or i guess half exo um i mean like how do you feel about the exo comeback that happened recently it was good honestly i've been like out of touch lately and i'm not sure if it's because i've been working more but I like listened to the whole thing and then I like <laughs> forgot about it for like a couple of days and I came back to it and obviously it's a great album you know I really sometimes you don't realize I guess how much you miss somebody until they drop something something like that and I was like like where have you been exactly or you or when like lay came out of absolute nowhere and everyone's like oh my god it's lay and he actually has lines in the music video and in the album like thank you i've waited so long (laughs) i know i've like felt my stomach like drop when i saw his like teaser i was like oh my god because it's one of those things that like of course it was always a possibility but i think we had kind of begun to accept that we just weren't gonna see him and then he showed up and I was like in complete shock exactly or just like the members that have been gone yeah like Schumann was gone for like for for his military service Mm -hmm. and then Kyungsu was gone for his military service and seeing them well I mean even though like the music video was shot or the or this album was shot a couple months back so Mm -hmm. I mean like even people who are gone now we're still on the album right but like it was so nice to see them again especially Kyungsoo's voice like I miss him right? so much <laughs> I miss him so much literally <laughs> that man is the, one of the pillars of this industry <laughs> one of the pillars of this industry <laughs> one of the pillars in my own life keeping me grounded definitely guy. speaking of which did you hear a uh, quote-unquote Mr. Keisu himself is coming out with a solo album at the end of this month. Bro, we've been waiting for this one. <laughs> I was That's so why, excited. You know, to me, it's like he's a cute little boy. And then he's he's like nodding. And then he like cries. <laughs> yes. He like smiles and he's like, yeah. And then he goes like full on cries. That's how I feel about Kim. 
literally I, I can't even rem- how many I don't even know how many times I've mentioned to at least somebody that I would hope that he would put out a solo album and it's one of those things again where I was like oh like that's so far into the future like that might not even happen at all like not everybody wants to release solo stuff and then I saw the announcement and it was like you're kidding <laughs> like are you are you actually kidding or is this actually happening and I feel like I won't believe it till I see it the thing the thing is that like this was a couple years back it's for you military service I'm pretty sure this was like a couple months before his military service I was like he's gonna come back with a solo album and I like said it to myself to manifest it into existence because I always wanted him to release a solo album if it's R&B, it's done. You're everyone has stand Twitter. I am telling you this now. It's done for. The world will implode. That's the you only genre. R&B album for the rest of your life, and I'm saying this with my whole freaking chest. <laughs> That's what I've been hoping for this whole time. Was R&B? It just fits him so well. If he doesn't, I won't be mad at him, but I'll be like. Okay, so when's the next album coming? Because <laughs> we need we need at least one R&B song. I mean, the thing oh, is that like, oh, no, you want to say something? No, I was just gonna say, like, they can and Kai have had R&B going on, so I just know, I know that Kimsey can do the same. Oh my god. Exactly. And if it's as iconic as both of their solo stuff, oh my god. Y'all ain't ready. You guys weren't ready for Kai, and Kai shook the entire universe with his promotional videos and his amazing album, and I have still listened to it this day. Like, that's the thing about Kai's album. I have not stopped ever. Since the time it was released, I have not stopped. I manifested it. I manifested Kyungsoo. This was before his military service, and I will say this in my whole chest right now. I manifested it, and I was like, he's going to come back, because everyone else is coming back, too. And when he comes back, he's going to give us what we want. And he did. And he did. Yes, he did. I hope it's, like, at least, like, a mini album. Like, he better not give me, like, no EP with three songs. Like, I want, like, six I want six exactly. bangers. I'm my, in my heart, it's 10 bangers, but I know I'm kind of like a little too close. I'm stretching through a little too far, but I'll do six. I'll do six for my heart. I'll take six. I feel like it's so weird because he's like the one person who I feel like I genuinely have not seen for like 15 years. It's so weird. Like he wasn't even like he left after like Schumann and everything but I, I don't know why I just seriously feel like <laughs> like I don't know who this man is the thing is that we all said as Shaul's we all said that Onu was so quiet in his military service but I'm pretty sure XOLs could probably argue and prove points and give us a PowerPoint presentation and say that Kyungsu was dead like we all thought Kyungsu was just like off the internet didn't even check his phone once probably texted his mom once or twice and then just like went off the air and didn't even say hello <laughs> literally that man was just like straight up uh, like that's that's what you would actually expect from an enlistment like not like 
not like how at least with Jinky because he was in the musical we had like all these promotional pictures and like people went to see him so we had videos like no <laughs> it's just straight up radio silence for like two years because even when he came back it was still no updates like the first like real real thing we got was this comeback because we had like a little picture or whatever but exactly off the grid <laughs> That boy said, I'm not even thinking about opening an account like all my other kids. I'm just here. I exist and I will, I will. The thing is that he knows that we'll always come back to him. That's the thing about being in love with Kyungsu is that even though he could be radio silent, he could be like absolutely stuck in the middle of the jungle and come back in like five years and we will still adore him. Like, he knows this. He knows the power that he has over us. <laughs> and you know what? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever he does, I'm still going to be like, yes. So, I'm manifesting on. this right now. I am saying this today on this fine podcast that I am manifesting he will do tell me what is love full version by himself in this soon album please i manifest it for my heart that would change my life and not in a music video we need a music video for this because sm proved us dirty sm did us dirty with doing tell me what is love on the sm station but yeah there was a music video like no full music video for this and I, I still need it. Like, I still need, oh, I'm just thinking about his solo album that's coming out. And I'm just, I'm just so I'm not ready. Like, I don't think I've, I've never wanted anything more in my life. I know. And the thing is, like, knowing how SM slash, like, XOR, they're just going to drop something, like, absolutely out of the blue. No schedule. Like, they're just going to be like, <laughs> Kyungsoo first album like at like a random time in like probably like mid early July or something oh my god I'm gonna buy that album I already said it here first I'm buying this album and I'm framing it like I'm not even okay I'm not gonna frame it but you know I'm gonna like have it I need the jewel case oh my god what yeah, if there better be a jewel cards, case what if his photo cards are literally like all his other photo cards where it's literally just him going like piece and then another angle of him going the same exact piece please can we get another egghead (laughs) photo card please we need another egghead the most sought out (laughs) photo card of all time the fact that it's rare makes it even more fun (laughs) right it's such a great photo card like literally I would be honored to have a Kyungsoo photo card from his debut album in my collection. I don't care. I don't care if it's literally just like his peace sign and not his face. <laughs> like, I got this from that album. That is what matters. It could be like his one eyelash. Like, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> it could literally be a picture of like, I don't know, Baekhyun that Kyungsoo took. But it's still in the album. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Just having that little that little 
Well, I don't know if it'll be a square or a rectangle or whatever, but was Kai's album, yeah, it was released as other stuff other than a jewel case, right? I was yeah, so, was, like, focused. <laughs> on the it was, like, case. three different jewel cases and then, like, a flip book version, and then there was, like, a full, like, book version. Okay. Yeah, I was, like, the second I saw a jewel case, I was like, there's literally nothing else I want. <laughs> I hope that Kyungsoo will do that, too, but watch his AR photo card be like up his left eye and then his AR is literally just him like moving from his left eye to his right eye and then the peace sign and that's it please that'd be so funny just brainstorming I can't even imagine like what kind of concept he would do like I feel like Kai and they can have been like on the more like serious side moody side but like what if Kinsu does a 180 and does like something like real peachy, real summer vibe? What if he does like a full pop album? Like that would be so insane. King. Okay, but let's just talk about this because we have to talk about this. What if, because I know Kyungsoo, if he doesn't do R&B, he's going to do this genre, but what if he does a full ballad album? Like oh, what Omu did. Are you kidding me? I'd be crying like a second in. I'd be like... <laughs> ballads are so underappreciated I feel like and with someone with a voice like that perfect his OST from the movie Cart which I've never seen it but I heard the OST and I was like this is the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life it's really my first song on my K-pop playlist and it hasn't changed for like five years that was the first song I put on it oh my god yes Voice of a generation. We need another OST. I would I would be just fine if he just did an OST album. Took all his OSTs and put it on one album and said this is my solo album. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> right. He could literally do a whole album. Didn't Joy do this where her album was like her doing covers of other songs? And like yeah. Her, he could do that. Like, let me just hear his voice. <laughs> He's like, you missed me. Here's like my face. Here's my my like, voice. But I won't give you what you want because that's too easy. The thing is that Kyungsoo never gives what we want. And we are okay with that. Like that's the thing. Like that's the quote unquote meaning of being a Kyungsoo stand is that you sit there and you're like, I am okay with him just being really radio dead silent for months and for years. And then he'll just say hello. And then we'll just go back to simping again. We'll just go back to being a simp. <laughs> right? Is he on Bubble? I've never seen a single person say that he he is. He doesn't have a Bubble. He can't have a Bubble. Come on now. Oh, he won't update. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be like, hi. The first Bubble so we ever funny, done. And everyone be like, oh my god. Kyungsoo said hi. And then he doesn't say, he doesn't say anything for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm going to look just to see if there's the option. The thing is that even if he only says hi and doesn't even say anything back, people will still pay money every single month for the thought of him saying anything else for the rest of the year. Mm. Bubble will still make money for him to sing hi. Oh my god, you can actually do it. It's Kyungsoo Kai Sehun and Shunin. Bro. <laughs> the thing is that this what you just said on the list right there, they don't update often. I was going to say, like, Sehun's bubble cannot be like that, <laughs> that updated <laughs> I wouldn't know though 
Maybe they're more active there than they are on social media, but. I don't, I don't know either, actually. I think XOLs should probably know this kind of stuff, but. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely probably EXO, EXO does not update as much as us Shaols get and they're frequent because Key never shuts up on Bubble. True. Sometimes, depending on how busy Jinky is, it's like 30 messages and I'm like, bro, calm down. My phone the is blowing right now, up. The thing right now is that I'm pretty sure Taman's Bubble is radio dead sounding because he's in the military right now. Mm-hmm. but we're still paying money every single month just for the thought of him being like hi i'm in the middle of training service i just wanted to say hello <laughs> i thought it was like suspended for a bit like they like they i don't know not that they restricted access but just like you won't be receiving anything oh I don't know. Maybe someone just like was brainstorming and that's not actually what happened. Well, I don't really pay money for bubble, so it's okay. I only have I don't Jinky. Know. I only have Jinky. I used to have Jinky and Hitch on from NCT, but then literally on Valentine's Day I canceled my Hitch on subscription. <laughs> I felt so bad. But I was like, I need to save a couple dollars. <laughs> He just went me like, oh my god, I'm hurt. <laughs> I know. I but the funny thing is that I can read all the messages he sent up to Valentine's Day. It's like right there. It says February 14, 2021. And it's all the chat is still there. So I can read everything he sent prior to me canceling. But then up top it's a broken heart and it says one day we will meet again. What? That's what it's that is so sad. I don't know so if you can see sad. it. It's right there. One day we'll meet again. I am so upset. so sad. Could like, you imagine if Hachan seeing that? I'm <laughs> sorry. Can I be a millionaire so I can pay for like this? I like how our thoughts of being a millionaire is literally just going to bubble and like getting messages from people who don't even respond to our own messages they're like the mass the you mass text <laughs> getting all 23 and see or yeah 23 nct members oh my god that's so Can you imagine how bad the spam would be they're all active at the same time <laughs> i mean you totally feel like you have friends oh my god i could just imagine someone using all their money i'm pretty sure the person who has all 23 members of nct on bubble is clearly someone who is in a rich family or someone's like daughter of like a CEO or something like that. Because I swear that has to be so expensive to pay for all 23 members and counting, by the way. Right. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, when I checked once, because I was just curious, like how much would it be? I think it said like $40 just for 17 members. $40. $40 for 17 members? And that isn't even all the members. That's exactly. got to be like 100 bucks. 100 bucks every single month to pay for all 23 members. And this is including Wavy, right? I think well, so. I mean, yeah, 23. Yeah. But that'd be a separate subscription because that's Wavy subscription, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a lot to think about. Like, that's, that's, that's so much money. <laughs> you know what I could buy with $100? Like, but if I had the means, I feel like 
Yeah, why not? But I don't think you'd pay for all the members. Like, you personally. I think you'd just buy all the shiny ones first and then, like, jump over to all your favorite members of NCT. True. Add a little sand <laughs> in there. <laughs> Add a little sand and sprinkle it in the mix. <laughs> That's crazy because I only really see like shiny bubble updates, so I really don't know like just how active they are. True. I did follow an NCT bubble update account, but I think they got they got like suspended or something because they mistranslated once. I felt terrible. Somebody like reported them because they mistranslated something, and then they were what? Like, yeah, and then their account was gone. It happened like last month or something, and I was like. They were literally, like, the number one source for, like, all 23 members. And then, like, let them repost it. True. Don't cancel someone just because they wrote a typo. I write typos all the time. I know. And I was, like, because I was wondering, like, I haven't seen them. But obviously, like, they were pretty active. Because 23 people, that's plenty of posts that they're going to be making. True. Yeah. And Citizens different breed like different breed literally they're like the floridians of k-pop the floridians (laughs) you know people always talk about something wild is going down in florida that's kind of how it is there's always something going on with the nc with nct's and nct's yes But honestly, there's different, like, different kind of species. I feel like netizens, and then there's the Weizenis that are, like, a whole different breed from one another. I feel like wavy stands, they're, like, a totally different breed from, like, all the netizens that come up and add in fleet nowhere. Don't you think? They're so different. They are different. At least from what I've seen, they're, like, more relaxed and, like, nicer. But that definitely depends, because there could be, like, two sides to everything true i mean there's always yeah there's always bad people in a fandom and there's always good people in the fandom you know right i feel like more controversy comes from the end citizens not that end citizens aren't (laughs) wavy stands i'm just saying like the ones that focus solely on wavier that are feel closer to them they're like Mm -hmm not as problematic from what I have seen like people that I have followed doesn't mean it's true it's just my experience yeah me too it's crazy and then we have a little bit of everything I feel like the problem for shawls is just just trying to get the shawl to like everybody why like have you noticed that there's always shawls who are like ot4 I'm like or they're like, what is it? What's that called? We only stand like one person. Uh, solo Akka, stands. Yeah, like solo stands. I've seen that so much in the shawl community, and I'm like, is that really a shawl? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of makes it comfortable because I'm like, these guys, they're like a family. They love each other very much, and then you're like, oh, well, that one specific guy. I don't want it. We can't have him. But everybody else, I'm going to love on them. And I'm like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, you bully one member, but, like, the other ones, and you're like, oh, like, I would do anything for you. And I'm like, 
Oh, no. No. Yeah. But I mean, like, the thing about being a Shaul, though, is that uh, I don't have a favorite. Like, that's the thing about being at OT5 is that you literally sit there and you go, I love him because he's, like, everything to me. But then the next day I literally go, damn it, I'm in love with all five of them, aren't I? Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, any individual content will get me excited. It doesn't matter. It's not like... It's not like with other groups, I guess, for example, like Seventeen, who I'm not as familiar with, maybe one person I'll be like, oh my gosh, so handsome. And then, you know, I forget about it. But with Shani, it's like, I need to check every individual thing. I must have a look-see. I must give that a like. Like... The thing about Seventeen, though, is that I had a favorite for a while. And then I just like, I don't know, I guess someday I just kind of woke up and went, no, you're not a favorite anymore. And I felt so bad. (laughs) That definitely happened to me. I feel like, because my, I guess, quote unquote, 17 phase was like their debut phase. And I was, oh my gosh. I was like, oh my God, Dino, like, Dino. And then when I got into more groups and I like kind of forgot about them, like I still kind of listened to what they put out, just kind of see. I was like, I don't even know why I ever <laughs> biased him. And I felt so bad, but I was like, it felt so out of character <laughs> for who I am now. They're great guys though. Absolutely nothing against you. Know? <laughs> True. I feel that though, because I don't, I just, I mean, I remember this is about 2016 when I actually had the energy to remember all the members of 17. Mm-hmm. And like, I had them all down, like in my brain, mm-hmm. like all the members. Oh my God. And I would remember the rise every single one of them. And I would like pick up bias and everything. And then I would watch videos of them and everything. And as was back then when I thought bias were like the most serious thing ever, like you had to have a oh bias. God, every single yeah. member, every single group you had had a bias. And it wasn't that serious. Like, that's the thing about looking back at it now. It's like, you don't have to have a bias in order to stand in a group. You can just say, today, I like this member, and that's okay. I need to accept that in, my, in myself, that exactly. I like this member today. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, there's no the cheating. Thing. They don't care. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's one of the things that, like, new K-pop stands, or even old ones who just haven't reverted, you know... <laughs> Or reverted, no, wrong word. Transformed or like evolved over the years. Must learn. Because I've seen people who are like me and my best friend, like we agree that we absolutely like, we do not have the same bias. And I'm like, but, but why? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like in my opinion, then that's someone that you can share even more about that bias too. Because like me to you, I'm not going to, like, absolutely drown you in, like, my AT's bias is content. But if they were also your alt, then I could share that with you. Exactly. And he, I wouldn't feel like I'm bothering you. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't see why it's such a problem. It's almost like they're, like, trying to gatekeep that person. I'm like, you realize, like, two billion people like the same person, right? Like, True. 
And I thought even meeting that guy, like the thought of you even meeting your bias and quote unquote marrying them. Oh, yes. Is so like less than 1%. And I'm saying that right now. And I'm so sorry that you had to know the truth today. <laughs> That's far fetched. I always think about it, but like in a joking way, like that, that to me would be so funny. Cause I'm like, that just, it would never. <laughs> we're not going to be in the same place at the same time or there's a language barrier like you can't expect this man to learn your native language for you it's just not going to happen true and even if you do quote unquote meet this person the chance of like you being able to converse with them confidently is so zero to none like if I saw okay this is a hypothetical situation but if i literally saw Taman in the middle of a convenience store would i have a full conversation with this man no <laughs> would i probably cry and run away possibly would i go on my way to say hello Taman? i'm one of your fans and i've been using this since the beginning of time if i have the confidence and if i'm in the right mood that today if i have coffee i feel like I feel like if you ever meet your bias, it'd be always in the wrong spot of your day or always in the wrong time. Like your hair would be a mess. Like you'd, you would have erasmus in your hair and then you finally meet the man of your dreams. <laughs> That's a terrifying thought. That's why every time I go out, I'm like conscious about the outfit I'm wearing because it's not even about like, oh, I'm going to meet K-pop idol. Just like, what if I meet a potential like love interest and I look like, like a little garbage can? Like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I gotta look, you know, at least decent. Dude. So. Yeah. The thing is that, like, if I like someone, if I like someone, this is, like, a situation, of course. If I like someone, I will put effort every single day. And I will go critically insane. I would wake up early in the morning and, like, do my hair and, like, get dressed in a certain way. And I would look cute that day. I put makeup on after not having put on makeup throughout the entire quarantine or so in this hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. And I would literally go out like looking great. <laughs> but I just like always find myself in the worst situations when I find someone that I find cute. But I'm just kind of like, maybe this is what my life's all about. Maybe I shouldn't put so much effort. Maybe it helps if I don't put any effort at all. <laughs> literally, so crazy. I feel like I'm just like all of my past like crushes are like flashing through my mind right now. My <laughs> my villain origin story. This fourth grade when my friend told the guy I liked that I liked him right in front of me. Well, that's, is this middle school? No, it's like fourth grade. Oh, that's that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really like pajama day. Like we're we're trying to have a good day. And he was sitting in the desk right in front, and we were right behind him. And she's like, "Hey, blah blah blah," and I was like, "I'm uh-huh. just gonna die. Like, I'm just gonna." Or in this situation, did the quote-unquote crush look back and look at you straight in the eyes? Because I feel like that's every single person's worst nightmare. Yes, yes, he did look at me, and he was like one of those like kind of like prankster kids. And I was like, I don't want to be here. And he just started making jokes. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not doing this. Oh my God. But could you quote unquote talk to your crushes? 
because I had a long part of my childhood where I would find someone I would like like someone and then I could not talk to them at all like I would choke up I wouldn't know what to say (laughs) that's exactly how I am I just have so much anxiety about it well that's the thing I feel like people who I've had crushes on they've never actually been my crush it's just been a one-sided interest because I never even said hi to them that's how bad the anxiety was like I just I just thought they were good looking that's literally it It wasn't a crush I just thought they were good looking and I could never bring myself like to even look at them because I like eye contact is hard for me too but I was like (laughs) and then and you're like on you know on the bus ride home you would think about your life with them for the rest of your life and you would be on rocking chairs with them growing old with them for the rest listening to listening to alternative rock music as you cry a little inside nightmare yeah or you listen to like later in life listen to k-pop ballads as you like Mm -hmm. are driving away yeah that's what i'm saying like have i had a genuine crush in a like in any recent time no Anything that happened in high school that was like that, I don't even count it. <laughs> like they, at this point, they would have to approach me first, or we would have had to have been friends first. Unless I like change, if I you know grow some balls or something. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> I like, can't approach people. Even my freshman year of college, I was still doing that. Yeah precisely i like how there's like this moment in time where you think in your mind if i don't talk to them maybe they'll talk to me first if i look nice enough and it's like it never works i don't know why i always think that that if i look nice enough they'll be like hello i see you from across the room like we've watched wait we've listened to we've read too many fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) mental damage started real early oh my god so quote unquote just talk with situation if you see a girl she doesn't talk to you chances are one she absolutely hates your guts you probably shouldn't talk to her at all two there's a possibility that she might like you but she is totally in her own space right now and she'll not talk to you for the rest of the year because she's too afraid to have and i know her anxiety is on high whenever she sees you yeah. there you go <laughs> Maybe if you pay attention enough, she just looks at you like she wants to talk, but she like physically can't. <laughs> Can we oh my god! Can I talk about character development story right now? Yeah. <clears throat> so there was this dude that I liked in the seventh grade, right? Mm-hmm. And but also, you know, it was one of those situations where my friend was also having a crush on him oh, since she was like in sixth grade. So of course, I couldn't like him because. My friend had a crush on him in the sixth grade. I only started liking him in the seventh grade during math class. And then I continued to like him, but she also continued to like him too. And then she started not liking him anymore. And this was sophomore year of high school now. And I started liking him. And I would so, I would wait in front of the bus every single day to see him walk home. And I would think of all I didn't even talk to the boy, okay? Like, yeah, I didn't even yeah. talk to him the entire time. And then, and I would wait for him. Now my friends would tease me, and then they'd be like, "Oh my God, you like him, don't you?" And and I was like, "No, I don't like him." And then this was like, and then eventually 
I found out he was a terrible jerk. And then this was like senior year. And I was like, and he was literally like bugging me that day. And I literally went, can you shut up? Like I literally told him like straight to his face. I was like, can you shut up? And he like paused because I think, I think he kind of knew at some point that I did like him because I would like stare at him a lot. Like I think to a point where it was critically kind of insane to see someone stare at you that much. And then he like shook. He was so shook. Also, by the way, right now he is, uh, he is married. So that's, that's the end of the story right now. He got married in college. So that's something, a new thing that I just found out recently that all the crushes will eventually get married and he'll just, you'll just think about them as in a cringy way. <clears throat> so true. Like, I don't know what I would do if I like saw how my high school crushes were doing now. Like, it feels really weird. Like, I'd be like happy for them and then I'd be like, was that what I liked? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the thing is that you weird. always go back to them and you're like, <clears throat> kind of ugly, not gonna lie. Yeah. And I feel like a terrible person, but yeah, you go back to them. And you're like, good God, this is what my type was back in the day. I'm so sorry for my past self. My, I'm sorry you lived rent free in my mind. Now you have to pay the bill. Like, <laughs> I know. Like I, I could have done better. I didn't, <laughs> like, what was it? I think it was, it was either senior year or junior year. My history class, there was this one guy, super pretty. I always looked at him, you know, I have a staring problem because I can't talk, so I'm just looking and acting like a fool. What happened with you happened to me, like the guy, I found out he was like a terrible person. I was like, you know what, maybe me acting like this has been good. Exactly. And the thing about being away from that person for so long is that you realize you go back to their Instagram like years later and you're like, are you sure this was my tie? Like, are you sure this was my tie? <laughs> I was everywhere, bro. Like one glance at me and I was like, oh, I love this dude. I love my No, you did not. You never did. You never did. The thing is that you go back and you like see them in the seventh grade. Like not even now. You see them back when you actually were like liking them. And you think to yourself, you're kind of like, I'm, I was, first of all, I was ugly. And then second of all, (laughs) second of all, they were ugly. And if we did quote unquote date at some point in our childhood, maybe it's best that we didn't. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I've also had that experience. It's like it's like a deep subject now, but I feel like I've also had that experience where I'm just like, this person, I find them attractive, maybe I'll develop a crush on them, and then they're dating a white girl, and I'm like, no, I will not, no, I will not. <laughs> so no, <laughs> it's just like there's no possibility there, even though there is. Just because they date a white person doesn't mean they don't like other people. But I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
felt that one before. The Definitely person of color experience. Dude, but yeah. Definitely could talk about crush stories all day. Do you have any more to share? Oh, do I have any more to share? I'm trying to think. I remember moments <laughs> when I was younger where it could have happened. There was just something that like blocked like when I was a kid. I went to church with my mom and my sister like all the time. Her best friend had a son who was like two years older than me. And I thought he was like very cute, very pretty, a little awkward. You know, I grew up with a very, very protective mom. So, you know, him with girls, I don't think he knew what to do. But we played like DS games together. And I was like, I love this man. And then one of our like family friends had a wedding. And, you know, we all went to the ceremony and everything. But then my mom, like, for some reason, we had to leave. We can go to the reception. And his mom said that he was sad that I didn't go because he wanted to dance with me. Like, every time I see him now, because obviously he, I think he graduated college this year or something. It's such a weird feeling because I'm like, I know what passed that, but like, that Loki hurt my feelings <laughs> for the <laughs> longest time. That hurt my feelings. But yeah, experiences like that are very, I wouldn't say traumatizing. I think they're just kind of like, you dwell on them for a long time because you're like, that could have been something. Like, what if? The what if. Exactly. Exactly. It's killer. The thoughts. What about you? Oh my god. Well, this isn't just like a crush thing. It's more of like a friend thing. Mm -hmm. Do you ever see like friends from your past? Or you always like kind of like stalk them on Facebook and you like find friends that you haven't talked to like in like over 10 years and then you find them on like Instagram, maybe your Facebook or you see like a friend of a friend or something like that. And you're like, damn, you actually graduated college and like have a life now and are pregnant maybe or have like right. gotten married or or like have like a rewarding career and everything. And you're like, damn, what if like we were still friends? What if we were still friends? Mm-hmm. Maybe life would be a little different right now. I always think about that. Or not even better, but something kind of a little twist on that is seeing people who you were friends with but had a falling out with mm-hmm. but like I had that experience but now we're cool and it's so weird because like it was more of a like that we needed to mature through that and now that we're like adults we can actually interact <laughs> like normal human beings just everything about going back to past friendships is it's very interesting so I feel like it's a window into like who we used to be because you know different friends have different interests and stuff like that or just different personalities so yeah and the thing about friends they can like fall out of your life and come back in mm-hmm. you always have those friends that like you find every once in a while and you're like oh my god you have some interest in me now and then you guys sort of like become friends again oh my god and that's a really insane feeling it's like a feeling of oh my god, you need to catch up on your life. Like, I haven't talked about you. I haven't talked with you or about you in, like, over 10 years. And now we have the same interests, and now we have, like, sort of the same life now. And it's so weird how relationships kind of work out like that. 
that you start out and you're like, mm, I don't know, we have a bit falling out and we're not friends anymore. And then you fast forward to like five, six years later and you have to, you're inseparable because you find that one thing that you can't like, you love talking about and then you become friends again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's insane. I think that's mm-hmm. insane. I totally agree. It's kind of, it's like kind of rewarding, I guess, just to kind of see that your paths end up converging. But I'm not really like, I don't mourn the loss of like other friends after a while. I'm like, sometimes it, it had to be that way. We just, yeah. we just weren't really going to vibe together. It wasn't connecting. So it is what it is. True. Or like you were friends with someone for a couple years and then just things just, you guys just stop talking because you guys lose interest in one another or, you know, some things happen and you just don't talk as much as you used to. And that's okay. Like, I feel like, People need, I feel like in this world, it's you have to. We have to learn that it's okay to not talk all the time. You know, like you don't have to. You don't have to talk constantly to be friends with someone. You can always just <clears throat> check in. Like I feel like checking in should be more normalized. Absolutely. For some reason, like I always have a hard time saying no to people. One of the things I struggled with in high school was having the personality of someone really independent and like literally wanting to be alone for a good bit of the time not because I was going through something but just because I enjoyed alone time and then attracting friends who were very clingy oh like the kind where it'd be like they'd send me like a message and then if I didn't answer it within five minutes they'd be like oh my god like are you okay like did I do something like no I literally just like I was in the bathroom or like I'm doing something like please yeah and I guess things changed one of those friends I'm not friends with anymore and then one of them I am but you know we've matured (laughs) it's not so bad anymore (sighs) the thing is that like I always feel even though people are bad to you I mean they're still (laughs) part of your life you know like I mean if if they're a terrible person if they're like I don't know, if this been really horrible to you, then yes, you should probably move on from that. Mm-hmm. But like, if someone, if you guys just had a falling out or something happened, you guys are just not friends anymore. I, I feel like it should be normalized. People are still like part of your memories. You know, you still have like memories with them for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, even if there's a falling out, there should be a moment in your life where you go, oh my God, remember that thing that we did five years ago? I don't know where you are right now, but I want to know if you're like, okay or not. Or if I want to know if like, you're doing okay. Like, I feel like that should be right. something that manifests in the world, you know? Right. I feel like it's good to normalize that because they are a part of, or they were a part of your journey. They did make up a part of who you are or who you were at least at the time. So I feel like it's important as long as it wasn't something that was traumatizing to you. <laughs> True. To keep that, like to accept that that was something that happened. True. Like, there was this one friend that I had back in elementary school, and I mean, I think about her sometimes. It's just like, damn, I wonder how you're doing right now, because I haven't been checking up on you, and I haven't, like, I don't know what you're doing. I haven't, I haven't talked about you or talked with you in, like, over 13, 14 years now. 
and it's like wow I wonder if you're doing okay like you know like it's so it's so crazy to think like all the all your friends in the elementary school or all the photos that you have of like your elementary school times those people aren't in your life anymore or if they are it's you're completely lucky because you actually made it and you we move with thicker and thin that like you've found that one friend you had for like forever because it's hard to like catch it's hard to catch up on people and it's hard to keep hold of a relationship for that long in most cases so true it is hard and I feel like one of the things that's harder about like those friendships that like you said like last longer or relationships in general that last longer is the interest part of it like not you losing interest in the person but the interest that you yourself share like at least for us over the past couple of years we we share interests beyond just like k-pop and stuff but you know people grow and they change and you either are supportive of them and their interests or it's just something that like you're just i don't know yeah not interested in <laughs> which is kind of sad because like I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you that we're not friends anymore because you like like I don't know Shrek or something but <laughs> it, it might it might honestly happen like if your Shrek obsession became too big I'd be like bro I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like I became a Shrek fan account on Twitter <laughs> today's today's um Shrek quote of the day <laughs> Shrek movie screenshot of the day ogres are like onions <laughs> stop hashtag ogre my onion <laughs> be... I feel like because that would be such a twist in events because you never talked to me about Shrek I'd be alarmed but I would still support you Thank you. <laughs> Your Shrek endeavors. Yeah. This goes to show that friendships are very complicated. Oh yeah, definitely. Or like you always say, like I feel like I feel like at some point people are like, I will be your friend forever. But then you can't the problem with that term is that you know things change, situations change, people move. People go different areas, people are different parts of their lives, and people go in different professions that you don't want to think about, or you you completely just like, you know, you move on and you have a family, or like you have like a kids and you don't feel associated with people that you know from the past anymore. And it's like it's insane. It's insane to just think about that, you know? I know. That's why I see I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but um like with my mom and stuff she moved to the states she had two kids you know established her life and then she kind of ended up reconnecting with people she used to be friends with I feel like that's a super common thing because you just you diverge onto your own path not that you purposely try to forget each other but sometimes life just throws you for a loop and you don't really have that time I guess to connect precisely and like, you know, we don't know about what our life's going to be like in a couple of years from now or even five years from now or 10 years from now. But like, 
this podcast is going to become one of those moments in our life where I'm be like, oh my God, remember when we did that podcast? <laughs> right? Fond memories to look back on. Fond memories. I was talking about our crush problems. Our crush problems and, and bubble with 23 members. Exactly. Precisely. And, you know, we don't know if we're even going to, like, if we're going to think about this conversation and we're going to think that it's completely okay anymore, you know? Because, you know, things change and then we're going to be like, oh, my God, remember talking about that thing? That was so cringy. Right? Like, what if I look back at, like, 20 years and I'm like, I don't even like NCT anymore. Like, you really never know. I could change so much in 20 years exactly and like what if by then hypothetically we have like a family and like a life and i don't i don't know i don't know who she is yeah i don't want to think about her not yet that's too much no yeah and it's like so weird that i think about the future a little bit too often recently it's like 20 years from now who knows where people are going to be in their lives and all your friends that you know now are going to be so different they're not going to have like families and or you know be by themselves or be single or or be in jail (laughs) you never know (laughs) oh my god i hope you're not in jail i don't want you to be in jail (laughs) bro i'm gonna stay as far away from that as I can. Trust me. Dude, what if, like, damn, it's so insane to think about the past and looking back on where we are now because I just think time's going by so quickly. It really does. I feel like the moment that I'm living in doesn't feel like it's going by quickly, but when I look back on, like, the past year, I'm like, dang, that was so fast. I know. And I feel like my life's been changed so significantly in in this last year, too. Like, I feel like we always talk about this in our podcast, but at some point we're always talking about, like, our lives and contemplating existence at some point. We're always having a minor existential crisis. (laughs) Dude. um, So I was thinking recently. I was like, when Taman comes back, that's going to be insane because that's next November. Next November, like 2022 November. Mm-hmm. And he's only been gone for like three weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, like maybe a month now coming up. Oh my God. I just, I haven't had that kick in feeling that he's gone at all. Like, I haven't been feeling it. I've been feeling like, oh, he's going to come back. Like, he's, he's, he's tame and, like, and he always comes back. Right. And he's not coming back. Not for, and for more than a year. Like, this time next year, he won't be back yet. Crazy. The crazy thing is, like, I didn't cry or anything for enlistment. Not sure if I was just, like, numb or something. I was just, like, I don't know. But the second he left, there was like an obvious disconnect. 
like I haven't been as interested in like anything K-pop recently. And I know I keep saying like, oh, I've been busy, but I'm like, is it just that I'm busy? <laughs> or is it like shiny being inactive? Like, I don't really know. But it's just, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's it's been- just that, it's just that happen- I felt it too. Because these last months have been so insane for being a shiny stan. Like, so insane. Like, from January. Literally from January, it's been this insane. Mm-hmm. And we've been having albums. We've been having things. We've been doing other stuff. And when Taman said his listment happened, everything just kind of, like, shut off. Like, I feel like everything shut off. And it's been it's been really weird without him. Like, I felt like we got so many updates from him for the past couple months and he's been talking non-stop like we've been like shut up Tim and we get it you're posting a photo of you for the 15th time today and now he's gone now he's gone <laughs> I know it's so weird like you never really realize the impact someone has on you until something like enlistment because then like same thing happened when like Jinky left I was like oh like Woo, woo, woo. Like he's done. I'm just gonna, you know, do my thing when he comes back. But I was really just like going through the motions, like, who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on right now? It's super weird. That sounds kind of like I'm too attached, like obsessive almost, but I don't, it's not. I don't it isn't. It's not that. It's because we heard so much. I feel like the noise, the noise of everything happening all at once. Because I feel like we were so silent for so long. Like that last, like last year when everyone came back, it was oddly silent. And we were like, okay, I mean, we're fine with this now because we're used to it. Mm-hmm. And then January hit and then it was album after album after album after Beyond Live, Beyond Beyond Live and their solo album. And then everything kind of just like hit out of complete nowhere. Like I feel like I didn't even catch a break. I feel like I was just, like, throwing money at SM for, like, months. For, like, constant months. I was, like, cashing in on a bunch of stuff. And then he grew his hair out for the knock, for the Never Gone Dance. What was advice? For advice. And then he grew his hair out. Well, first he dyed it. highlighted it. Mm -hmm. And then he grew his hair out. And then he just left. He just shaved it all off and went off the military. Literally. I feel like it was almost overwhelming like the past couple of months because yeah, obviously I stand other groups. Like I have like other people that I follow and stuff like ATs, for example, who release music and stuff. But to have the hiatus and then like to be thrown so much stuff, I wasn't used to that much. And I honestly like wanted a break from it not that I like don't care about them but I was like it's just so much at once I can't even process like anything exactly and I saw all three of them three of them right now because one of them is totally in the military right now Mm -hmm. three of them I saw three of them for the the Japanese promotions doing right now and I was like you guys are still here they've already gone the military in their back there's just three of them now and i'm just kind of sitting there like this is oh yeah of course they're still here literally 
Because I think recently he was doing, he was posting on Instagram and then everyone else was dead silent. Because I feel like Minho, Minho was posting every single day for like months. And then, yeah, and then he, he like, came and left and then he was just like, radio <laughs> time, like what's going on? Even Jinky too, because Jinky used to post like five bubbles like every day or at least every day he'd be like, oh, like good night. And it's like, maybe every three days every five days and I'm like, like I saw his message today and I was like is he actually <laughs> like I couldn't remember not that it's been that long but just like you start to see like inconsistencies are just like they're getting busy I'm like oddly enough it feels normal <laughs> just because we went through the enlistment period oh yeah definitely I felt like that normalcy recently so I was like, this is fine. Like, I literally sat on my bed. And I was looking through Instagram. Like, Instagram or Twitter. And then I was just, like, scrolling it through. And I was like, this is oddly kind of normal for me. And I just kind of realized that they weren't posting as much anymore. And I went, oh, my God. They're not posting anymore. And I'm okay with it? Like, I think it's because the last few years have been so dead silent for us. That we've been going going back to this normalcy has been oddly kind of soothing but also we're realizing that we're missing someone really important to us so I feel like these last years have been Taman you know bugging us non-stop mm-hmm. I feel like he was a little annoying to be honest I was like oh my god there you are again we see you Taman like you know like those you know like those those videos of those adults and like this your kid just really stupid and they think it's like the coolest thing ever and they're like Oh, oh my god mom casey and we do a backflip and they do a backflip i feel like if it was just literally that for like two years as looking at taman raiding closets or plagi- or plagiarizing their his member signatures or releasing solo content or going to super m or <laughs> like it was like mom look at me doing a backflip and then we just looked at him doing a backflip for like two years <laughs> yeah Exactly. And then we're realizing that he's, like, kind of not here anymore. In a way, I wish that they would have saved everything until after Tammy came back. I feel like it's, like, a lot to be jolted between, like, super, super promotional time, super active, to just, like, straight-up silence again. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually they'll come back. I mean, he's preparing for a solo album right now, and then Minho mm-hmm. is hopefully preparing for a solo album right now. We love that. We love that plagiarism. We love it. We love we another do. album. We need to come. We need to. We need complete. To we need to complete. Complete the series. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, he's preparing for his stuff, and I mean, Onio is doing his like musical right now isn't he yeah and he has his own little he's on a show now that's gonna start airing or maybe it already started yeah i think minho's was preparing for a drama right now i think i think maybe. or something i'm not as well versed in minho's schedule right now but i know he was <laughs> filming for something at some point like earlier this year so it must be that. Yeah. I feel like the only per- member right now that we should be discussing at the moment is probably Key, because Key is doing a bunch of stuff, and he's been posting a lot more yeah, this past weeks. He's the most active one. 
I would say he's probably always been because even when he was in the military, <laughs> he was posting on Instagram. So, oh no, definitely. Like I, I don't think he was in the even in the military. He just kind of went, "Hi, dudes, I'm here. I'm posting in front of this thing right now. Just yeah. want to check in. Love you guys." And he goes back to his training. <laughs> right. He's like, just had some fancy dinner with some wine. Going back to my band now, like. that was his whole like year and a half experience and I love that for him because it seemed like he had a good time at least true and I feel like Tame is having a really good time right now I hope he is he looks kind of not smiling he hasn't been smiling a lot recently I wonder if he's actually okay yeah I wonder if it's like maybe they caught him like at the wrong moment or he's just like tired or maybe like behind the camera they're like you're so deep you're not supposed to smile like i don't know (laughs) the thing is that he's either miserable at the moment or he's actually you know having a normal life like that's so i feel like he was probably thrown into it in a way though because you know they're kind of like hey you gotta go to the military now and he's like after like i don't know 10 12 years of me being in the idol life are you sure <laughs> are you sure right you we were all like this? what like he was an adolescent when he started being in the training and everything like he was a kid yeah, a literal kid Maybe. and then they were like so yeah you, know, you gotta get back to the normal life and like pretend you're normal and go to the military and he's like i'm sorry <laughs> right oh man I'm sure he's doing all right, though. At the very least, I'm sure he's eating well and getting rest. I'm sure he's probably forced to have a decent sleep schedule for once, so. I know. He always, I remembered this from when he was still here with us. I miss him. But when he was still here with us, he wouldn't, he would, it'd be like 12 in the morning. It'd be like 11 or 12, 11 or 12 at night. And he would post on Instagram. Like, he would actually film on Instagram. He goes, I'm going to do choreo for my solo stuff now. And it was, like, 11 p.m. in Korean, in Korean standard time. And I was, like, I was kind of sad that looking at his van live. Like, you should be going to bed, sir. So true. <laughs> like, filming an MV at, like, 3 a.m. And I'm, like, what, what are you doing? True. He's, like, I'm going to go do my news video now at, uh, like, 2 a.m. and I was sitting there like okay okay honey have a great time <laughs> exactly exactly I mean it's obvious that you know he likes not even like he loves what he does but we could see he's a little tired or that it was just too much yeah definitely yeah i felt like he was overthrown to this a little he was like thrown this a little bit too quickly i feel like he went from super m and then he went he was kind of thrown into this he was like so everyone was always asking him like when is shiny coming back and as everyone's back now when is shiny coming back and he's literally sitting there during not gonna during never gonna dance again promotions this is like part two pretty much and he's sitting there and he goes oh my god, I have to, like, prepare for Shiny now, everyone's back now, and he was, I mean, I felt it when Minnow came back, when he was, when they were all back, 
and he was he he was like oh my god hey guys and everyone was like okay hi and he was doing like knowing brothers and everything and he was doing um every he was just doing a bunch of stuff and then they were talking about shiny and then january came around this was november of course and then january came around they were like shiny's back <laughs> i just the fact that he had to go from that to shiny to never gonna dance again to um to not don't call me to atlantis to his solo stuff and then he had to film ahead of time by the way for his japanese stuff like that was that's a solid bunch of different kinds of choreo and different kinds of filming and different kinds of editing and he had to do this in like four months four or five months yeah, he didn't have to do all that. If he would have just done, like came to and released one song when he left, like no complaints. I know. They put that man through the ringer. <laughs> they really did. And I'm just yeah. like that all the time right now. I'm like it's so silent. Like it's a little like it's literally so silent right now because we were because as a fan, we were sitting there just taking in everything. Like taking literally everything underneath the power of everything. And then Taman was probably taking a bunch of other stuff as well. And then they were like, hey, by the way, I know you're like kind of stressed right now. So I'm getting, you got to, by the way, we scheduled your, just your military service in like a month. And he's probably like, oh my God, what? <laughs> no wonder he was so overwhelmed that last month. Like you remember how like overwhelmed he was and how upset he was that he had to leave yeah I mean me as a fan I could never understand why it upset him so much like I couldn't empathize with it but I can sympathize with him in a way that that's all he's ever known which is exactly absolutely crazy like even now I would think, like, wouldn't you just feel so relieved to have a break? Like, would you even want to come back to do that same type of hectic schedule? But I feel like he, or he and a lot of idols do. Like, they look forward to coming back. Because that's just what they know. That's what they do. I know. And I, like, I remember when, he, before he left, he had that fan sign. And he probably, like, something happened. And we don't know. We still don't know to this day what happened. And he I just think, I think he the statement saying that the, the Japanese staff have been like what's the word negligent of his well-being it was just that he was being overworked that's what they ended up saying oh my god that's what I'm saying though like how why like why would you not take that into consideration because there was like a disconnect in communication between the Korean team and the Japanese team, apparently. Because it was, I think it was, was a Japanese, like, fan call, like, event or something. But yeah, they literally just said, like, we know that we overworked him. <sighs> Which is so frustrating. Like, if you know why, what, why? Why would you do that? Exactly. And then he, and then now he's doing something I hope he's feeling happier, you know, getting away from everything and then just 
you know, going and training and doing all this bunch of stuff and then eating well and having a bunch of friends and being thrown in situations where he has to dance ring ding dong for the 15th million time or dance to move for like the 15th million time. Mm-hmm. I hope he's having fun. I hope he's having fun. That's right. I guess the most thing we should probably get out of this is that like he was so overworked before this and we have to like agree that he was overworked and then just realize that he is in a better place right now. Like he's in a, he's in a place where he can have a little more fun in his life. Like get away from the entertainment industry and the eyes looking at him at all times. Right. Like he's probably living the most normal life he'll ever live right now. <laughs> exactly and he needs that he needs that break exactly we should probably end this podcast over here we probably have gone past two hours <laughs> thank you everybody thank you for listening bye, bye.